Good morning to you. It's Tuesday the 20th of July and happy Eid El Adha. And a big happy birthday to Kim Carnes, Carla Santana, Giselle Bunchton and Sandra O. Seven. Hello, you there, boy. Me, sir? Yes, you, my good fellow. What day is today? Today? Well, it's Freedom Day, sir. <coughs> Yes, it was Freedom Day and nightclubs opened at midnight on Sunday night where these happy people were delighted to party. We've all waited for this moment for a long, long time. It's come out of lockdown, it's been so good. It's felt like a dream. People are dancing, we're all drinking again, no social distancing. This is what life's about. Absolutely, it's been absolutely amazing. It's like literally life's just back to normal all of a sudden. Not everyone was delighted though. It's an anti-lockdown protest which also protested against vaccination passports and jabs for kids all kicked off in Parliament square, including this somewhat confusing chant. Arrest them, police! Arrest them! Most people remain anxious that the removal of all restrictions will only lead to a further surge in the Delta variant, but Vaccine Minister Nadim Zahawi says despite the appearance, the government's pursuing a cautious approach. I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, you know, there is no perfect time, but a time when schools are on summer holidays and the high levels of vaccination is, I think, the right time to cautiously proceed. Meanwhile, there were 39,950 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 19 additional deaths. Labour leader Sakir Starmer called out the government's lifting of restrictions and warned that it will create a summer of chaos for the NHS. Today, a reckless free-for-all. Labour does not support the government's plan. Lifting all restrictions in one go is reckless. And doing so when the Johnson variant is clearly out of control risks a summer of chaos. We're heading now for an NHS summer crisis. Boris, self-isolating at Chequers, hosted a press conference to mark Freedom Day, and while he again urged people to be cautious, he was more concerned about plans for vaccine passports for nightclubs from September than the risks posed by the current lifting of restrictions. His former aide, Dominic Cummings, did his first one-on-one interview with the BBC and described Boris's attitude to the autumn lockdown. His attitude at that point was a weird mix of partly it's all nonsense and lockdowns don't work anyway, and partly... This is terrible, but the people who are dying are essentially all over 80. And we can't kill the economy just because of people dying over 80. A global political row broke out yesterday over a spying tool called Pegasus. It was created by an Israeli security company called NSO, and it's supposed to be available only to governments for use against criminals and terrorists. But a new investigation revealed that it's been deployed against activists, journalists and opposition leaders, including in Mexico and India. Bill Marzak, a senior research fellow at Citizen Lab, explains that the tool doesn't even require the target to click on a link or open an email to activate the spyware. Originally, when we started studying Pegasus in 2016, uh, a target would have to click on a link. But around 2017 or 2018, NSO Group appears to have released a major update to the Pegasus system, which allows governments to hack into phones with a so-called zero-click technique. Their phone could be sitting on a table, uh, one minute it's fine, the next minute it's hacked. And once it's hacked, the government can access everything on the phone. 
billionaire space race hasn't gone away, you know. Richard Branson was first up there about 10 days ago, and now Amazon billionaire Jeff Bezos, the man with everyone's home address, is about to follow him. Bezos's somewhat unfortunately shaped new Shepard rocket will blast him very briefly into near space this afternoon, accompanied by his brother and spaceflight pioneer Wally Funk, who trained as an astronaut but never made it. We're in zero G for about four minutes, and we get to get out of our seats, unstrap, float around, look at the thin limb of the Earth's atmosphere. People say that when they do that, they see how fragile you can see that. Uh, so the views are going to be terrific. The zero G will be an unusual experience. So. We're we're excited about it. Still to come on the Smart 7, exciting bed news from the Olympics, and Seth Rogen talks about a Paul Rudd prank. You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. The Tokyo Olympics officially start this Friday, and one young Irish athlete had good news for his fellow sports people. Organisers had, in the interest of uh, social distancing, designed beds for the athletes that are made of cardboard, which would collapse under <coughs> social pressure. Northern Ireland gymnast Rhys McLenaghan decided to test the accuracy of the design. The beds are meant to be anti-sex. They're made out of cardboard, yes, but apparently they're meant to break at any sudden movements. It's fake. Fake news! Love Island's continued to crank up the pressure on the seven couples in the villa, with sudden dumpings and dramatic new additions. Last night saw Toby and Chloe in the romantic hideaway for some private time, presumably not on a cardboard bed, but it seems the boys in the villa are missing sports so much that Toby described his romantic evening entirely in football metaphors. Lads, hey? Yeah, it was a very attacking game from both sides. Um, he started with a 1-0. Yeah. Which way? Started to a 1-0 to me. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, okay. VAR brought it back for a possible handball. Yeah, a naughty, you know, diving header. Yeah. Or was it like a... There was no diving headers, unfortunately, no, because after the 1 0, yeah. the game had to be cut short. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd have had a long running prank war, which Rudd effectively won last month when he snuck into a Vegas spa and bribed Seth Rogen's masseuse to let him take over proceedings. Rogan didn't notice the change and Paul had to basically finish the massage. Here, Seth explains how he found out what was going on. They started massaging my face quite a bit. And at first I was like, ooh, like a face massage. Like, like, it shows how little boundaries I have. I'm just like, and like, I wasn't even going to open my eyes. And I heard him start laughing. And that was what broke it. Uh-huh. And I opened my eyes to see Paul Rudd standing over me, like, laughing hysterically with, like, my cheeks in his hands, like this, essentially. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.